At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. guys welcome back to the mvm show as you can tell if you're watching on the youtube channel we are on the road and we just came back from some uh pretty good hunts i would say actually just left the heavy shot factory got to say hi to tina there good friends there at heavy shot and a lot of people are off for uh thanksgiving and i guess some are sick but for the most part, we got a good look around and everything, and uh, we were just going to cover our first day hunt on this episode, which will be a video, and just kind of give everybody a heads up. Um, not necessarily, anytime we do these doesn't mean we had a video. I've been kind of taking it a little bit easier on the videos and not feeling so pressured to just get everything more, enjoy the hunts, and... I know people, a lot of people don't care and would watch the videos regardless if it was a really good hunt or not, you know, because <clears throat> that's reality. But um, just the work that it involves to make the videos and it's just kind of, I said this last year a little bit, I, I'm not going to say burnout anymore. I'm just going to say it just, I got a lot of other things in life going on. So I don't, I just take and leave the good ones and the ones that are not maybe so hot leave the camera at home and just try to have fun and enjoy it but anyways that being said we're, we're just going to do a recap of our first hunt um, of this trip which was a lot better than we anticipated the first day yeah yeah uh, a lot of times when you go out of town even if you've been to that spot before uh, a lot of times you don't know what's going to happen because you weren't able to scout it or look at it the day before. So, um, yeah, I didn't have real high expectations mm. for the first day. Um, but, you know, use it as a scout slash hunt. You know, you know, we've been to that area before. So we, I, w I was expecting a couple birds, but we ended up having a, um, a really good hunt, yeah. I'd say. Um, wasn't insane, wasn't crazy. Uh, it was just one of those um, where they kind of trickle in, and uh, every 20 minutes, 30 minutes or so, you know, you're getting a pair or uh -huh. singles, whatever. 
Um, so it was actually really fun, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. wasn't like a chaos, panic, or anything like that. Yeah. It was more just relaxed, and um, birds were coming in. I think we, we were done by, what was it, 905? 9.08. 9.08. So um, it was a really good day, Re- really fun. Yeah. And, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't anticipate that either. I didn't really have a th- number in my head. I mm-hmm. think you had mentioned... Didn't you say like if we if we get four or five birds, I'll be happy. A piece. Oh, yeah. I think I I think I said four. I think if yeah. we shot, we'll do four a piece, and uh, you know just hunt the morning, I was gonna be happy with that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So we we had the boat and uh, just me, Thomas, and Rocky, and six dozen decoys, three goose floaters. So we had uh, just kind of give a little background. If I miss anything, just tell me. But we had four dozen of the final approach uh, live mallards, flocked heads, and then we had a dozen of the final approach widgeon, which are best widgeon out there, in my opinion, as far as looks and carving and all that, paint job. And then we had a dozen pintails, mm-hmm. which are all drakes. Yeah, a couple and, duck butts. Yep, four of those, I believe. And yeah. then three... Uh, live honker floaters, which I have six. I just brought three for whatever. And then, did we even use the wind walkers? No. We uh, didn't. Uh, the not on the first day. We didn't have any wind. Uh, weather conditions on the first day uh, was real foggy. Mm-hmm. Real uh, foggy. Uh, socked in the whole time until actually after we left, or we were done hunting, it was foggy the entire time. So um, no wind, so we didn't put out any kind of uh, wind flashers. We had um, a whip splash, I think, but we didn't use it just because, again, it was so foggy. Uh-huh. Um, it really wasn't doing it. I mean, it wouldn't do a ton. Um, I don't think you could see birds past 100 yards or something like yeah. that. It was almost like the same time we saw them, they saw us. Mm-hmm. Or the decoys. Yeah, or the decoys, yeah. yeah. Which... I think we were talking about it, and I think the fog maybe helped us because the birds were trying to find land to kind of follow. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a lot of them were running the, the shoreline. So that might have helped us because if they're out in the middle of the water, they don't know where they're going. They don't have no reference. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it did. It had to because the next day we hunted the same area. Yeah. And it was not even the same hunt. So usually a lot of times we're having to run traffic pretty much and birds will run up, working up and down the river. And uh, this time, like you said, it was almost kind of, not that they were, um, yeah, like they were using land as a reference points because there was, it was such thick fog. So Uh I think they were, you know, on a flight path closer to um, where we were hunting. Anyways, because mm-hmm. of the fog. So I think it did help. Yeah. Um, yeah, those deep, what six dozen, I mean, like, I love big spreads. We both do. But when you're walking in, you can only do so much. I mean, before when we've walked in on walking hunting, if you can actually take a cart, we've ran two carts full of decoys and, and taken or hiking in and having four guys and take 100 plus decoys. We've yeah. done that. Uh-huh. 
And I feel like it's always worth it, you know. But uh, it, I will say the advantage of the boat is we're not having to carry this on our back. We can take mm-hmm. as much as we want, really. But um, I guess we could have took more than six dozen, but we were kind of going off of what we know is there. Yeah. Not that it would have hurt to have gadwall or shovelers. Yeah. But well, for our boat size, we, we yeah. use a um, 1754. And if you don't know what that means, 17 feet long, 54 inches wide. Um, surface drive gator tail and for for the gear that we got uh, us rocky you know six dozen decoys the decoys guns. yeah wait um, blind bags a couple camera uh, pelican cases it's pretty comfortable and I we're mean, and we're running 29 miles an hour in that yeah is what i clocked for us so and that's with the 40 horse yeah um gator tail so we could pack some more decoys on there, but it's, I don't know. Yeah. We, we do fine with, without it. So yeah, that's what we, we usually run. So, um, because we've got into scenarios before, like if we have another guy, the weight, yeah. um, sometimes we've had to cut back on decoys, but anyways, so that's what we ran. Um, um, do you want to talk about the spread at all? Yeah, we, we shifted because what did we where did we start with them all in front of us? Um, let me think. How did no? How did we do that? No. On the first before we moved the decoys. so we were set up basically on a point, mm-hmm. and we kind of wrapped them around the point. Oh, that's and right. And they were all the way around the edge. Yeah, huh? mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. So then I think we had two or three birds that we shot that uh-huh. actually came around your side. Yeah, in, around the corner on the right-hand side. And actually, we had kind of a a cut back mm-hmm. on our right, and so we ended up moving those, bur- you know, those decoys, everything to the left. Mm-hmm. So we moved them further down left, and then everything was finishing more right out in front of us, mm-hmm. like you want. Which and, is, dude, it's so nice uh-huh. making a decoy move, yeah. and it works like yeah, it's supposed to. I know. Isn't that so nice? Yeah, there's a, there's so many times when you do move decoys and it do, it doesn't change. It didn't change like they, nothing. They still don't work. They still don't do what you want them to do. Yeah. But when they do, it is it is so nice mm-hmm. when you know you are still getting birds and they actually do change their approach. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason I you know I'd say it's, it was a great hunt is just because it was more relaxed and. Uh, everything we were shooting, um, I mean, I think I shot three or four birds that was basically touching water before I even shot. Mm-hmm. In the so, decoys. In the decoys. So, Literally. Like, um, you, the one shot you made, you said, I had to wait a second to clear that decoy. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> that was a t- little teal, little green yeah. wing. So um, we, shot, we shot a good bag. It mm-hmm. wasn't all green, um, but it was... It was, it was a, a fun, great. It was a, it was a bag. great bag. Honestly, I think um, so. Nine mallards between. I'm saying yeah. the total for so fourteen no, yeah. birds. I'm trying to remember now. After three days, it I runs know. together a little bit. So it was nine mallards, two pintail, two drake pintail, a I green shot, wing. I shot a green wing, a widgeon, a canvas back, and a can. No. Yeah, I shot a hen canvas back. Oh, so maybe it wasn't nine mallards in because then we'd be over fourteen. Let's say nine. <laughs> 11. You didn't shoot it on the first yeah, day? Yeah, I did. That was, oh, those, that those were my other two birds. That I was think. a hen? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you said Drake. Yeah. Okay, so, and then I saw Scop. Right. Yeah. And a widgeon. Where's the math going wrong here? <laughs> Maybe it was eight mallards then. I thought I had counted. I'll have to go back and look at my notes yeah. on my book. You probably look pretty dumb right now. After, no, after no. three days of hunting. Well, no. Yeah. yeah, I don't care what I look like because. So I know for sure, yeah, I'm we not shot, sleep. shot two pintail, a green wing, a scop. And yeah, you did shoot a widgeon. So that's five. No, that's right. Nine mallards and five other birds. Dude, I have the pick right here. Yeah. Are you sure you shot a, <laughs> a canvas back? Yeah. Okay. That I, I do like recollect it for, for some. Okay, right that here. That math adds up anyway. But yeah, that's what we shot. So you did not shoot. A canvas pack. I told you you didn't. I knew you didn't shoot a canvas pack the first day. Look, I got the picture. You're right seeing here. it here, live. Thomas once again is overly confident and it's not right again. You shot two hens. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting day two yeah. mixed in. Yeah, yeah. You're sorry. You're right. You're Which right. Is understandable. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, yes. I almost believed you for a second because I. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I said. Those. Let's see. Yeah, you're right. Four. Yeah. No, yeah, that was day mallards. two. That yeah. was day two. Nine mallards, two pintails, a widgeon, a scop, and a green wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, it was a good, I mean, it was a good mixed bag. Uh, we'll, we shot we'll cans do the next two days. Yeah, yeah so and I got we'll, mixed up. we'll do that episode after this one. You guys can, but now, so there will be a video of this hunt. The next hunt, I was basically making a video and it was just one of those, not that, I know you guys would watch anything, the struggle and all that, and that's what I like about doing it. But for me, as someone trying to keep it going, it was a long day and making big moves and trying, you know, <laughs> getting birds is priority, not trying to make a video. So, and that's something I've grown. We were talking about that, that I've grown in like, you know, I want to make a video. That's great. And it's fun, but I'm not willing to sacrifice the hunt over that as whereas maybe I used to be. So I just don't, I'm not doing that no more. But anyways, that's why there's not a hunt of the third day. But so we will talk about that and that'll probably be a lot better because you're not going to be able to see in reference to it. But this, yeah, like you said, I think that's what it is when it, tr when birds trickle, you can enjoy the moment more. Yeah. Instead of so fast, you don't even remember what happened. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like when it, oh, yeah. when there's so many birds. It is crazy. But, like, uh, I would just say, you know, 20, 30 minutes in between each group of birds or singles working, you know, coming in. So it was it was really fun. Um, but it was it was cold. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that. It was supposed to be 18. I don't 18. know what it was they on the right out. I said 18 on the um, the weather deal. Yeah, low with, with the a, low with a lot of fog and so. 27 for the high, I think. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal: develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop. 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
Altacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, it definitely was a cold. Uh, but we were day. we stayed busy enough that we never got. I never got cold. Like the ride was cold. Right. But I mean, like getting in the blind compared right. to the third day. Yeah. When there's when there's <laughs> birds, you don't too. feel the cold as much. Yeah. Um, but so <laughs> there was that, and then uh, we didn't do any scouting in the boat that day, right? I don't think. Mm, no, we no. didn't really run anywhere. We took we. Took some pictures and then uh, I think we yeah we went to breakfast after so, um, so but coming back, we did a decent amount of calling this day. Yeah, and I think it was I think it helped. Even when we and I've this is a little trick I I feel like I could be wrong just be luck of the draw, but you were doing it too so I'm sure that it was the same mindset is even when you don't see no birds in the fog, you're actually, oops my cruise control went off for some reason. That's weird. You're good to do calling when you don't see nothing. It's like kind of a beacon mm-hmm. for the birds to hone into to come to. Because I feel like I'm not saying for sure that happened, but when we're calling sometimes when it's foggy and you've mm-hmm. had enough birds moving through, you know they're out there somewhere. Right. It definitely, I think, pulls birds in. And I've done that on refuges too. Well, this was a refuge, but like walking refuges where... We've done that before, pintail, widgeon, was you know whatever, yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden birds show up, yeah. Or you can hear them calling, yeah, you call back, yeah, definitely. I mean, why not, right? I mean, because you can't see, they can't see. Why not let them know you're there? I mean, it's not like you have to call nonstop, right. but like if you see some birds, like you see just a flash of birds mm-hmm. go through, whatever, give them a call. You never know if those are the ones that come back or if it's other birds that hear. Whatever, but yeah, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, but I think yeah, we were pretty. I think we were pretty aggressive on the. I think the we were calling heaviest on the first day. Yeah, uh, and I think it helped. Uh, so. I too. Um, what else could we cover? Um, well, like maybe some of the individual birds. I mean, I think I don't so, think there wasn't one mallard that we shot that wasn't coming in the decoys. Some of the other birds was like a passing shot, like yeah. my widgeon was. Yeah. It was really close, like yeah. it was 15 yards, but uh-huh. it was passing by. Yeah. Widgeon, uh, sometimes they do it so good, and they come in 
so good to the call, and then other times, like they just want to go land Would out you know, make farther you lose away. Your sanity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean they're res- responsive sometimes. I've seen them crazy yeah. responsive, and then other uh-huh. times, they it's just like want to kind of like a pintail it's too. It's either a light switch. It's like yes yeah. or no. It's like they'll fly like, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it just perfect, and then at like eighty yards they just turn, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I know they're not seeing us. Decoys are good. What is going on? Yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, um, we did double up. We both shot a, a pintail on the same That was group. cool. That was cool. That was a pass shot. They were mm-hmm. probably 30, probably, yeah. something like that. Yeah, possibly, yeah. maybe a hair less. Yeah. And you know what, like they were doing? We seen them way out there. They were following the shoreline. Yeah, yeah. Um, that green wing, that was, he was actually landed in the decoys before i shot mm-hmm. um all of our my scop when i was out there retrieving with rocky retrieving something that scop flew by i remember and i shot that rolled him and the like oh yeah he was just buzzing by yeah. you know just a scop but yeah and then all the mallards were yeah right in mm-hmm. right in decoys so that um, pintail deal was cool yeah that was cool we both picked the drake out and got it that was cool that and that was all in video and everything we did have a group where we we shot two. Uh, you actually had to clean up. Oh yeah, uh, my bird, uh-huh. mallards. But yeah, I f- I feel kind of bad on that one. I should have shot better. We we probably should have had three. Really, mm-hmm. I I should have doubled um, on that, and I just blew it. I guess I don't know what was going on. But anyways, but other than that, our I mean, I feel like our shooting was decent. Yeah, we didn't lose. Like we didn't. Miss well, time. you know what eats us up when we're out on big water. And depth, I and depth I perception. I say eats us up, but anybody right is when you got you go from shallow to deep water, and luckily you do have a dog, but you have to shoot any bird twitching has to be completely dead. Mm-hmm. So you shoot you actually end up shooting more shells. Yeah, because like if I was in a refuge and I dropped some of those birds. I'd send Rocky, and they'd right. never go nowhere, and I wouldn't shoot another shot. Right. But when you're on that big water like that, mm-hmm. you don't want to have to run back, get the boat, go out there. You don't want to send your dog on a 300-yard retrieve. Not that he hasn't done that or couldn't do it, but what happens when he gets out there and the bird dives on him? I mean, it's just not safe. Yeah, Those birds have to be completely dead. No head up, mm-hmm. no nothing. So, yeah. Especially mallards. Exactly. Yeah. So there, you'll have. It felt like every time four divers, you're shooting four or five cleanup shells, which is on us as the shooters. Like for me, like you know, if I made a better headshot, then you wouldn't have to deal with that. But that's just mm-hmm. hunting. I mean, yeah. that's it is what it is. Yeah, it's definitely. And part of it. Oh, to mention, not that this changes anything for the most part, but we were shooting our twenties, which was a blast. Yeah. You're going to be shooting that more than anything. I probably only shoot that this year. I could see that. <laughs> Do you have enough ammo to get you through the season? Yeah. Uh-huh. For the 20? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we both shot our 20s on the first day. The second day, I took my 28 gauge out because that's all we brought. We didn't even bring any 12 gauges. Um, I brought my 20, he brought his, and then I brought my 28. And on the second day, I used it, but it was really slow. We can talk kind of in this on that day because there ain't much to say about it. But yeah. Yeah, I was shooting. So you're still shooting your Franke, right? Affinity yeah. Elite, mm-hmm. 20 gauge. Is that a 28? Brownie. 
28 inch no, pro? No, that one's actually a 26. That's a 26. And I like it, actually. Yeah. I wish I would have did my 28 gauge in a 26. 26. Instead of 28. So, Honestly. yeah. Why? Just swinging? Swinging? It, it feels a little weird being that small of a gun and that long of a barrel. It just, mm-hmm. it don't, like, it feels uh, out of uh, balance. Not not balance as in the weight, but like you in my your head. barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just, it looks different. Or so. I yeah. don't know how to explain it. It just, the feel of it. But it doesn't bother me. It was like, if I had to do over again, I for sure would get a 26, though. Hmm. But I am not lying, though. I do love that best treatment. I will say that. Like, I don't even think and hesitate. Like, they did that. I don't remember who I was. Maybe that was Tony we were talking to, how he's putting wet guns, wet, salty guns away in his case overnight. You pull back out. There wasn't. You don't even think about rust. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Not to not that well, you I mean, want to misuse your gun. This is the first gun. year, right? We'll we'll work well, into the test. Yeah, but you still could. I mean, that could happen. I've had that happen on my five, dude. Just exhausted and forget I had it in my case. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was moisture. Yeah. The next morning you got. Oh yeah. Stinking rust on your yeah. The bridge of your gun. On certain parts, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I definitely. That I feel the even, same way on that. Not that you want to mistreat the gun or not properly take care of it, but. Mm-hmm. If you made a mistake, you forgot, you don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, this is my first year shooting. Uh, you my, shoot it well, too. My 20. Honestly. Um, you shoot that gun really good. Yeah. I mean, so far, for Brent, not, so far, we'll see. You know? Uh, I've, I think I've only been, we are talking the other day. What is it? What is, I think I've only been on, I don't know, seven, eight hunts or something with uh-huh. it so far, but. Yeah, I mean, so far I like it. So far I like shooting it. Um, I'm shooting the factory full choke right now. Um, I've been shooting mostly um, heavy or mostly, um, yeah, bismuth, heavy bismuth. And then this trip I was shooting um, heavy 12. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. I did like it. Um, I, I I haven't shot it a ton. And uh, this is actually the load where it shoots a little slower. I think it's a 1350 uh, feet per second. Um, so the birds were close enough where I don't, I don't think I really noticed, a, yeah. uh, noticed you know, the difference in speed. Because I think I, sh- I usually shoot like 1450 or 1500 um, ammo. But anyways, mm-hmm. man, even with the 20, though, it just... It Dude. does it. It does its job. Just pounding. It them. just does. It does its job. It definitely cuts down on cripples. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So, um, no complaint there. By no means, even with a twenty gauge. So, um, what else should we cover about that day? <coughs> I think we I covered it yeah. pretty well. Honestly. We can just touch on, touch on. Um, Day two, you know, there ain't much mm-hmm. to say about it, but we right. can just say real quick. So anyway, well, to finish that day out, we basically, we went back, got some, some food, and uh, then went back out scouting, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to think. I can't remember. We only, we kind of scouted around where we stayed, huh? No, that's the day we, or was it? Oh, no, no. Did we, we did. Go? We did make a run up north. No, you know what? That wasn't the first day. Oh no, you're right. What did Man, we I'm do that? Mixed up. What wow. did we do that evening? 
I can't even remember. Did we just soak in the glory or what? <laughs> <laughs> I think because I remember saying that you were wanting to do something. I'm like, dude, let's just enjoy this day. But what did we do, though? Truly, we didn't sit there and do nothing all day. I don't remember now. I'm starting to think we did. <laughs> I literally can't I don't know. what we did. I can't either. Hmm. Huh. Well, either way, I guess move to sec- the second day because I know we scouted that day. Mm-hmm. So we basically went back to the same area to hunt, right? No, dude. We You're right. We did go on that day. We did go that evening because on the second day, we went south. The first day, we went north. That's and we're right. like, it ain't even worth coming up here. That's so right. we hunted the same spot, and then we scouted north right. or south of us. Right. So the first day we did go north, yeah. and then we also looked locally. Yeah. Right it was nothing. Yeah. Just so uh, it wasn't too much to yeah mention on the scouting for the first day. Uh, we were looking at new areas, right, which is good. Uh, it might feel like a sacrifice of time, but... Mm. It, it'll always pay for the future, right? So Yeah, because either you're going to want to go there or you're not going to want to go there. Right. But don't waste a hunt opportunity to do something right. that's a waste. Not not that it's a waste of time, but you can knock that out right. in the scout instead of on a hunt. Right. So um, that's how that first day went, basically. And then we went back to the same area to hunt the second day because we hadn't found anything that we liked better. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that day, day two was pretty slow. Uh, I think we only shot two in the morning. Yeah. And that was a high fog. So you could see yeah. a long ways visibility wise, but up, you know, above it was a, I don't know how, you know, layer, maybe 500 feet, a thousand feet. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it was like, man. And it was just, it wasn't even the same. It was like when it wasn't even hunting in the same place. Yeah, it was pretty stale. I mean, you could see on this day, and it just really wasn't much going on. Not much flight, no wind, overcast. Kind of a typical day you don't want to hunt. Yeah. So um, I think we kind of called it early on that, too. I think we yeah, it was early. Like 9 30, 10. It wasn't even, no, it wasn't. It was, <laughs> we said 9 30, and I think at 8 50, I look at my watch, we were going to pick up decoys. Yeah. It so was obvious. So we were like, let's go scout. So, uh, went back, got some food again, and then made about an hour drive south and, uh, definitely found a lot more birds in that area. Um, I think we got the boat out too, right? Mm -hmm. Got the boat out, drove, drove, uh, some sections of the river and, you know, got some pins, got our maps out, you know, made some pins, did some glassing, um, felt good about it yeah and so i think we could cover a lot of that in a separate yeah separate podcast we'll do that another one um stay tuned for this video I, this this probably will drop before that hunt does i'm actually gonna stack up videos before i start releasing them just kind of throw this out there for you guys like if you don't you might not see videos for a while but i'm just kind of building a little bit of a repertoire instead of drop one here and then drop one next week and then drop three that week. I'm just going to kind of stack them and maybe, maybe second week of December or something start keep like drop two a week or something like that. I don't, we'll see how it goes, but kind of everything that comes out should be pretty decent, fun videos. <clears throat> and it was a fun hunt. Good time. Yeah. 
Definitely. Rocky did well. Um, I don't think of can't think of anything special other than just doing his job. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of reliable. He didn't have oh, to do yeah. no blind retrieves or sniff outs on this. Yeah. So this is more a lot of swimming work. Yeah. He's pooped, <clears throat> but he really recovers well um, now that I learned that you really got to up the level of food. It's and just that you canoe it just does really good for him. So, and uh, he actually, you know, it was cold enough out there that I brought him, let him sleep in the house. So he got to really recover good instead of kind of trying to retain all that body heat at night and still come out in the morning, and, you know. So I think that helped too. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoy the video, and we'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.